It's time for another episode of The Hartley Show. Thank you for all the support. I sincerely appreciate it. Let's get right into it. Uh-huh. Mr. Trap House. Trap House. Mr. Dope Boy. Mr. Dope Boy. Mr. Slime Boy. Mr. Slime. Mr. Get My Pet Back. Uh, Mr. Run Oh. I ain't bringing them back. Mr. Coffin Nil. Show. I know it's been two weeks. Usually I have a guest on every single week, but I came back from Eugene last Saturday and UFC 260 was on and it was just a really tight window. And also the guests that I had scheduled kind of just abandoned me, but I don't want to throw them under the bus. You know, people are busy. I totally get that. You know, it's kind of a decent time commitment to come on here and talk for at least an hour, two hours, you know, straight, obviously. And, you know, we had to schedule twice and he's also in a different time zone. So, Totally get it, don't want to throw him under the bus, but I also, well, I didn't have to wake up super early because I didn't even sleep that night, but I had to get moving at 3 a.m. and then fly all day. So it was just like pretty exhausted when I got, when I finally got here. So I just thought, you know, good time to take a day off, but I got an exciting guest on today. One of my roommates next year and a good friend of mine, Danny Avina. I'll let you introduce yourself. Hello, hello. Hey, it's nice to it's nice to be here. I'm uh, a junior at UO. I uh, currently uh, run my own marketing agency, and uh, I'm ready to talk about some <laughs> crazy stuff. <laughs> cool, cool. Yeah, I am too. You had mentioned beforehand we were talking, and you wanted to talk about you were pledging a frat. I assume your freshman year. So I'll let you dive into that. Yeah, yeah. More. So it, it's it's actually crazy. I uh, um. I just want to back up before that with the frat and for the reason why I wanted to join a frat in the first place was because I my brother my twin brother he's at a frat um, but he goes to MIT so it's an MIT frat if you, if you mm-hmm. catch if you catch my drift they're 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 a bunch yeah. of they're a bunch of nerds <laughs> um, which means that they're like really good academically and like they're just not like like the stupid like oh yeah like let's drink kind of frat so yeah. that's and also, I, I had uh, some friends that in the um, Santa Clara University, San Jose State University. They were all in frats, and they seemed to to know what they were doing, and they were happy. So I like tried my luck at it, um, and it was it wasn't exactly what I wanted. And um, but so like no shade to like frats. It, it was just not what I was looking for. It was just too much time to the to the brothers and stuff, and I had other stuff to do. But um, like <laughs> one of the reasons why I got <laughs> I didn't join my frat was um, <laughs> this is why I, I said I wanted to talk about crazy stuff. Um, as a frat, in some of these things, um, there's like hazing and stuff that goes around, but our frat yeah. didn't do that. Um, I'm not gonna name the frat just so no one gets in trouble, but um, basically, w- the the worst thing that they made me do was brother hours dude and it basically is that you have to hang out with the brothers for um it's three hours so three times three separate hours um and it was really fucked up because every time you hung out with them you had to buy the activity so you had to buy the lunch and you had to like buy in my case it was buying a movie ticket for like a brother and we were gonna i was with a, a pledge and we were gonna meet up with another bro, uh, another. Uh, he was already a brother, not a pledge, 
and we were all going to go to the movie theaters with some other people. We're going to meet up there. It's going to be a little brother, social, whatever. This was pre-COVID. This was last year. Um, and and basically, <laughs> I he 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 said he was like, oh yeah, I I. Uh, I, I know how to I know how to smoke a lot like I I'm I'm really I'm really good at it I'm gonna he just basically he, he he was like showing off that he could smoke a lot and he said that yeah I'm gonna start like a weed empire I was like okay I was like okay good good for you man like cool like he was just like sharing it. he's like bro we're gonna make so much money I was like we're like no 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 <laughs> um <laughs> but but he, he he was a cool dude um and um so basically we we go to this other brother's house um before the movie and basically like he takes out like this like alien looking kind of dab rig it's like this like thing to smoke but like in it he said like dude this is like six hundred dollars like this is this is the top of the line and i was like okay okay and the the other guy we're gonna call him um larry but no actually no no that's a stupid name G- give me a name here ethan Jeff. Jeff. Okay, so Jeff basically, Jeff is like, "Oh, give me that! Like, that's nothing." And he's like, just takes a lot of it, right? And <laughs> we we book the uh, I I he he books the Uber super 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 um early before the movie uh, even started because he was like baked out of his mind. He's like, "Let's go, let's go." I'm like, "Okay, okay." And we get on the Uber, and it's just the two of us. The other guy stayed at his house. He's like, nah, I'm not going to go see that movie. Like, I, I, I don't like Batman. It was the Joker. Um, and basically, like, I'm... I'm I'm in the I'm in the Uber with this guy and he's freaking out. He's like fidgeting and that's not normally what someone does when they're like high. He, it, he yeah. was like he looked like he was like on something like just like like moving so much. Uh and our <laughs> this is what it gets funny. Our Uber driver is um this really really old guy and he's in a full like tan suit with a tie button up like everything, right? Um and he's asking us trivia questions like weird weird he's like how many teeth does a, a great white shark have and we're like ah, i don't know he's like ah wrong answer like you and then at the end he's like ding 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 like uh gentlemen sorry you did not win the million dollars today like you know i um better luck next time and we, we get off and uh Oh my gosh, was it Ted? What was his name? Larry? Jeff. Jeff. Oh my God, Jeff. Okay, and then Jeff says to, he he says to me he, he like looks at me like kind of with these like kind of like cracked out crazy eyes. He's like, hey, um, that guy looked a little weird, didn't he? And I'm like, what do you mean? And and he's like, yeah, he was like asking us questions and stuff. <laughs> and I was like, no, no, dude, he's an old guy. That's his job. Like, and that's his only way to communicate. Like to be with other people is you know like any communication with the outside life i i don't know he's like that's his free time you know like i i personally have like grandparents that are like old and they get bored you know and lonely yeah, so yeah. i so i think like uber's a great job for like an old person to like you know get out but anyways i told him that i was like bro it's just an old person it's probably lonely <laughs> and he says no 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 something's weird something's up this feels like a dream that was a keyword right there. <laughs> so this feels like a dream. I was like, mm, okay. 
So we're walking through. It's the. Have you ever been to the uh, movie theaters uh, here in Eugene? In um, what's the mall? Ah, Gateway Mall, something like that. I don't. I don't even. Why am I totally blanking on the name? I've I've been there. Yeah, I, I did see a movie once. Oh, okay. Okay. So you know how it's inside of like the mall, right? The movie mm-hmm. theater. Okay. So but at, late at night, all the stores are closed except for the movie theater. And we just walk in, and all we see in front of the movie theater is, like, this mommy and me, like, playtime, dude. It's, like, it's, like, I'm not kidding. It's, like, 8 o'clock or something. And there's, like, a bunch of moms and kids in, like, a little circle in the middle of this, like, mall. Like, empty mall with all the gates closed and everything. And they're just, like, playing, and the kids are, like, laughing and stuff. I was, like, okay. Like, like like this is a little weird right like i don't know and and he he, he kind of got to me that it was uh um he, he said it's a dream I'm like okay this is, this is this is a little weird right but I, I didn't think it was a dream i was just like okay like i don't know why there, there are kids there anyways um and then we're sitting down at the uh, um just in like these seats and one is like a love seat like just one person and i'm in it and he's in kind of like a little bench with two people. And he brought his backpack with him, right? And he puts his backpack to like the side. And then we're just chilling there. And he's just like he's he's like all cracked out, like like moving really quick. <laughs> and my mom calls me and she says, hey, like, hey, sweetie, just so you know, you remember you're watching the Joker. Like, remember what happened? Like at the last Batman movie, they, they shot it up like and I was like okay thank you thank (laughs) thank you for making me paranoid right (laughs) i was like okay cool thanks for making me super paranoid um (laughs) so we're just sitting there uh and i see that he's not doing well so i want to go over and sit next to him uh but to sit next to him i have to move his um backpack out of the way Right, I have to move his because he's sitting on one side and the other side, the seat, it's his backpack is, and I try to lift it with one arm, and I'm I'm not I, I'm not super strong, but I can carry I can carry like super heavy backpacks like I've I've put a bunch of shit in my backpack before, but I could not like lift his backpack. It was like heavy as rocks, and I was like, what the fuck? And like as I try to like lift it, he grabs it with like one arm like i was trying to bro and just like lifts it and like just with like like crosses his arms over it like hugging it and and, like with some crazy eyes he's like what are you doing bro are you are you are you okay are you all right and i'm like are you all right bro like like dude that's not okay which which you're like like are you okay and he's like no i'm good i'm good but just like with these crazy eyes right and I, I was getting freaked out, and I was like, "Okay, like you, you need some, like do you need some water? You need to sit down." And like as I was like trying to like see what's up with him, he was like, "Shut the fuck up!" Like, and then he was like, "Shut the fuck!" And this is basically like escalating, right? Shut the fuck up until it was like, "Shut the fuck!" Up. Like screaming at the top of his lungs, like like I swear to God, like what's that scary movie where the guy he he like cries? Um, oh my God made by keegan whatever uh, anyways he, he had he had like like 
a tear coming out of his eye when he was like screaming shut the fuck up but he wasn't screaming at me dude he was screaming at the moms and the kids at like in the little mommy and me playtime bro and i was like okay like this is fucked and like without split second dude i turned into usain bolt bro i was just the fastest man like i dropped i, I had a water bottle with me with water like 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 and I just dropped it. My hydro flask gone, like forever. I just dropped it. I just started running through like th through this mall, bro, because I thought he was gonna pull out like a gun and start shooting up the place, bro. I didn't know what he was gonna do. Like I was, I was just, I, I was freaked out. And I'm sprinting away from this, like this maniac man. And I look behind me and I see him running like a, like a cartoon run with his hands, like his arms going in, in forward, like four. Dude, it was the craziest thing. Like his legs extending, like, like a full sprinter. And I was like, okay, I'm fucked. Like, like I'm not the fastest man. Like I, I, I'm screwed. And basically I'm going through like this abandoned looking mall, dude. And there are these, like this, these doors just like it's leading up there's no more um no more stores next to me it's just those movie theater posters for some reason and it's just leading to this door and i'm like okay if this door does not open i'm fucked and i just run and i i, I want to go back and see the security cameras bro because i karate kicked this door open because i was like i'm not taking any chances if it's locked or not i'm breaking this shit it was one of those like little bar it, I, it probably wasn't locked but <laughs> you know a little bar push and I, I opened it basically and i was in the cargo shipping area this the shipping area is like the perfect place to fucking die dude like it, like i'm like okay great like like less security cameras it's darker no one's gonna be here like and i just and i'm running and as i'm about to turn a corner dude i see him and he just busts out the doors like busts the doors wide open and 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 i just see him running after me and i turn the corner where I, where i know he can't see me for like like at least five seconds dude and i just like bo2 dolphin dive into some bushes bro but very tall bushes so i like i i went into some bushes like i, I don't know how to explain it not hopped over it but like just made like a man-sized hole inside like some bushes dude and i fell to the bottom dude i'm like all like bleeding and and just like scared and it's like literally like a movie at this point i'm i'm on the bottom of my floor and i'm uh, uh, sorry not what, what i'm saying i'm i'm on the bottom of of the floor my phone is like on, on my um on my thigh like like i think it was cracked i'm like bleeding profusely like scared but i'm also not the b most in shape so i cannot catch my breath i'm like <laughs> like like and this killer maniac i not killer maniac but a maniac bro is after me bro and i just see him and it looks like a movie if i ever direct a movie i'm going to include this part where you can see right under the hedges you can see his feet and he's just going back and forward and he's saying wake up wake up wake up and at this point i i fully understood what he meant when he said this is like a dream because he was telling me yeah man this this is like a dream this is like inception where you know you're in a dream and i was like oh like this i guess he's crazy it's okay i i i didn't pick it up till he he started saying he's like wake up wake up. i'm like no he does not think and he's just saying like random nonsense right 
and then he goes back into the movie theater like mall where he's probably going to go scream at some more moms and children right and as i'm walking to the texas roadhouse out whatever that is i just see like a bunch of cop like a massive amount like like I'd say like seven or eight, dude. Just like come in, and I'm like, no, you can't. Like they don't need that much backup for like this like freshman pledge, dude. Um, but yeah, I uh, then I just got a call from the the president, and he's like, hey, Danny, um, they've got him under custody, so you don't have to worry about that. Uh, and right now they are testing him for methamphetamine. So that means he was so cracked out that they're like, yeah, we need to test him for meth, like, right away. And basically, that was one of the reasons why I didn't join the frat I chose. <laughs> what the fuck? Yeah, man, a lot of me talking, but yeah, that that's, that's basically wraps it up. But um, that was one crazy story I had where, like, have you ever had, like, a near-death experience? Not really. I actually thought when you were telling that whole story, I thought that when you said keyword dream, I thought it was like some sort of riddle. No, <laughs> no, no, no. Like, like, like this, like it wasn't a near death experience because he, he didn't have any weapons on him because he got released the next day. But the thing is, like, I felt like I like I've never felt like I was going to die before. Like, yeah, that's terrifying, dude. Oh, my God. <laughs> I never want to wish that on anyone. Like I was so scared, dude. Like it, it was crazy. <laughs> what that is? What happened to him? Do you do you even know? Like was he kicked yeah. out? Like <laughs> well, I I don't want to throw any shade, but um, they they we we were the only minorities in this uh, so they wanted us both to stay, and they were kind of fighting for him to stay um they're like yeah no he'll be back he'll be back and they just said he, he you can't do it this they, they said he, he couldn't do it this uh semester or whatever but he he could try it like the next and i was like not okay with that um and now i see him at, I, I i think i see him at the parties all the time so like they're cool i i i don't even know man like it, it doesn't even matter but and like one of the reasons why i didn't join the frat i chose dude was also because um, they had uh, what? what it, do you know what a serenade is? That sounds really familiar. It's... Well, I I didn't I didn't know what it was either, but it's basically where you have to like, or in our case, we had to like dance for some sorority girls. They had to make a dance, and, and it was a uh, what's that song? It was like uh, snap your fingers, whatever that song is, like just like an an old like and we had to do a dance number to it dude and i was just like there like about to practice it and i thought to myself i was like you know what i have homework to do so i sat down bro and i just was doing homework and we have pledge pins where if you lose all three you get kicked out and i got the first one taken away and i was like bruh like what is this and i just started noticing i was like you know what like i don't want to hang out with these dudes 24 7 and like my life be frat 24 7 so i just put like way less and less into it and uh but i mean like great frat and all man i just yeah not for me yeah doing greek life is like 
on and off for me. Like sometimes I feel like I want to do it, but then other times I feel like I don't. Like I thought about doing it for spring term because I thought, you know, I had so much more time on my hands. But I just decided like I'd rather spend that doing like other things because I'm not one to like, so like I, I think of the reasons like why I would want to join like a fraternity. And I think, you know, social life, like that's cool and all. You know, obviously it's it's good to have a balance of, you know, both school and social and this and that. And I thought COVID would be even more perfect because everything's like is forced to be dialed down. If it, and then if it was like in person, I feel like I could kind of just make up like a decent excuse saying like, you know, some of my family is really high risk and they haven't been vaccinated and they're visiting soon, something like that. Both my parents are vaccinated, but you know, if I can cut corners, if I can cut corners, I'll cut corners, especially for something like that, where like I, I'm really into like prioritizing things. So like, I would never put fraternity life over school. So like I'll, I'll, I'll cut corners for joining a fraternity if I, if I, you know, for any opportunity I have. And then I also think of like connections, but I think you can also really get those like anywhere. Like, I mean, like you don't really have to be a brother if, to get like a real connection. Like if you put yourself out there, you'll make those connections just as good as being in a fraternity and having to avoid all the hazing and commitment instead of, you know, you just having to send one email to somebody. And I think I already have decent amount of connections for an internship. So I'm not even really too worried about that. And then it's also like, you know, just the brotherhood aspect, like making more friends. And I think, I mean, I don't know, like, I don't think I really like, I'm in desperate need of more friends or something like that. Like I'm, I think I have a good balance, like all over the place. Like I have friends who go to UO, but aren't like here physically, like they stayed home. You know, I have friends from home who I still talk to. I have friends like you, like in Eugene, you know, I joined a new club. I, I'm in the KWBA radio station and like that's, you know, I'm already closer with those people that I've started hanging out with my old roommates. We play, we play basketball every couple of days. Like. I feel like I'm in a good spot to where like I don't need like you know more friends like you know a fraternity offers and like you know this this brother bond kind of thing it's just like I don't really see like a need for that myself so that's why like I don't but like I think like do I need that and then that's what gets the idea going like should I just do it and you know do my best to cut corners and this and that and it's also like I only ever rush one and that's Delta Sig because I know two people in that and I know like they do their best to get me in but like it's just like do I really want to like how much time is it really worth and for like how involved I want to be which isn't really a ton like I kind of just want to be in and that's it like I don't want to live in the house I you know I, I'd go to the parties because I have to sort of you know I'd have to do something but I would like if I ever got in I would do borderline minimum and that just you know doesn't seem worth my time I feel like you know if I, yeah if that too like if I'm not fully if I don't fully want to be in, then like, what's really the point if I'm just going to, you know, choose to cut corners and, you know, do the bare minimum every single time. So that's why I'm not in one. And I think joining really late, I mean, you know, they say they allow people to do it, but like, I don't think it's really worth it then because, you know, it's a time constraint, you know, in terms of number of years and you won't get as far ahead as if you join freshman year so. You know, I'll be a junior after this term, so there's really nothing in it for me anymore. But I mean, that's just 
insane. Like what? That's dude. I, I, I'd only the reason why I was trying to do it is also to just basically have a really good, strong connection with like Oregon alumni because. Like I, I wanted smart people in my, you know, in my pocket to like call up and just be like, hey, like how are you doing, you know? Like the, it's always good to have smart people like as your friends, um, and that's one thing I was looking for in the frat because my brother's frat was like, his all of his brothers are like like internships with like Tesla, you know, Facebook, like my brothers at Google, like so the, they've all got connections where like they might they're probably gonna be working there later, <laughs> and. You know, if you want to work at Google, just say, hey, man, this is my frat brother. Like, you know, it, it, and they say, like, oh, like, if you're from, like, I don't know, Sigma Nu, like, if someone else was in Sigma Nu, they're going to like you for Luke. Maybe, maybe. But I, like, in today's world, like, it, it really is about the connections you have. And I feel like as, like, Oregon Ducks, we have, like, a really, really, really strong uh, alumni. Um, and we're really proud of it. Um so that you know, I think that gives us an upper hand that maybe we don't need the frats for. Yeah, because it's also like, you know, there are academic frats as well where like if you really want those connections, I feel like that makes a lot more sense because the social frats here are very similar to what you see in movies and you know the general stuff you hear about more than like at MIT where you know. It might be a social frat, but you know they all got into MIT. Yeah, really high standards, so it doesn't matter if they're a social frat. You know they're they're smart as hell in the first place. So, you know they're doing big things regardless whether they join an academic fraternity or not. But here it's a lot more you know diverse in terms of you know how smart you are and intelligence. So, I think you know joining a social frat tends to attract more of the lower end intelligent people not saying they're all you know dumb as hell i know some smart people yeah but you know like i said it's it's a it's a wide range compared to mit where the standards are really high and you know those who those who can meet it are able to meet it and regardless what they do they're, they're still kind of really set for their future, for their future. Mm-hmm. so you said uh like internship does that you can you like clarify do you have an internship so I've applied to a couple. I was I was kind of really late to the ball game. Um, end of winter term, I applied. So I only really actually applied for two. I threw my name out there in a couple. I just sent like emails to like places like I'm really close to like the local sports radio station in Philly, 97.5 The Fanatic. I, I love listening to them. So I, I sent them an email to somebody who had like actual jobs listed and said, Hey, is there any sort of internship opportunity? I didn't hear from them. There's also, so USA today has like an MMA, like branch, like writing called MMA junkie. And they had a job, like it wasn't like specific job listings, but like it said an email and said, if you're interested in working here, email this person. And it was from seven years ago. So I thought, I mean, you know, maybe someone still checks it. So I emailed them. But the only two real internships I applied to was one from journalism's journalismjobs.com, which had like a sports or like a 76ers, like essentially like a beat writer per se for some website called heavy.com, which is like, I don't know, all like an entire sports spectrum. And, you know, even just news in general, I applied to that. I didn't hear anything. 
from them. And then I on Teamwork Online, I applied for a UFC job in Vegas with like digital media and like using WordPress and, you know, like really focusing on like their website and their delivery of the website. And I didn't hear from that either. So I think it was also just a timing thing, which, you know, is, is fine for me. I'm not like super pissed off about it. I mean, it, obviously it would have been cool to live in fucking Vegas for a summer and, you know, work for the UFC, which, you know, I mean, you know me, I'm a huge fucking fan of. So, I mean, that would have been perfect, but I mean, I'm not like super pissed off about it. It is what it is. I mean, I, I mean, I was late, which was like my own choosing, but I'm also still a sophomore. I have, you know, next summer and the summer after to get an actual internship. So right now I don't, I mean, I think it's a really slim chance, you know, especially in April that I hear from any of these people, but if I do, I'll take those opportunities right away. But in terms of now, I'm just, you know, doing the writing that I am and I'm trying to get my lifeguard certification so I can work for the summer at a summer camp that I went to for 10 years as an actual camper. And then now hopefully be a lifeguard and then probably try and get a job during the year at the rec being a lifeguard just because it's super convenient because 959 is right across the street. I mean, it's in within walking distance and I don't have a car so that fits perfectly for me. And I don't want to work food service because that's just lame. So you're, are you, you're in the SOGC, right? Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. So like, how's that going for you? I think it's great. I think the professors do a really good job in, you know, obviously journal, journalism is an extremely wide spectrum. Like it's not just sports, which is what I want to do. There's so much other stuff you can do, but I love that they, each class always makes it apply to like apply to what you want to, you want to do in the most, you know, they don't like straight up say like this applies to people who want to do this. Like, no, like it's like completely, like it fits everything in every single way. And I think that's just a really like well-built program. Like I took 212 in the winter and that was like writing for communicators. And I, I, you know, I currently get paid to do sports writing. So I thought this is perfect to take now. And even though like it's, you know, it didn't directly relate to me as a writer. I mean, it did in the course name, but it, they still included it to where it fit for everybody else. And I thought like, wow, that's just great. Like, even though obviously it would be nice to have something like directly catered to what I want to do. I think it was really impressive that they still made it reach everybody's goals in some sort of way. I like that you sweet talk it. Cause I, I'm an advertising major in the SOJC. Like I hated gateway. <laughs> like I'm, I'm a junior. So already I've been through all that already. Um, I hated it, but, um, do you, have you met, uh charlie butler yeah he was actually the professor for the 212 okay well so what i'm saying is like did you go to his office hours and stuff or never no okay well then dude just like cold cold call cold email him because like that's why like i was talking about like the resources and like that's why i i chose like oregon is like the it's the resources that we have here is Sorry, I don't know if I was talking to you about that. Were we talking about that? About the re Sorry, I just had a, a call with this guy. Uh, he just called me up asking uh, be between Penn State and Colorado which to choose from. Just randomly, he's like, "Hey, man, I'm I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go to one of these schools." And sorry, <laughs> just right before this, but we can cut this out. Um, but basically, 
with him, with Charlie Butler, um, he, you, you know what he does. Um, you, he, I know he has a bunch of connections, and you can just cold email him, cold call him, and and ask him, hey, maybe do you have any opportunities for me? Like, I know we didn't talk much, but I'm really interested in what you do, and just get him to talk about himself. Um, and that's actually how I landed my internship. Um, kind of the same way but I, I already knew the, the the professor for advertising one of the big honchos at the sojc i uh, i i just emailed her and i said hey you know my name is danny uh i i know we haven't met much and you probably don't know me because she, she these professors meet a bunch of people oh yeah so you like really have to stand out and like you might have to introduce yourself one or two or three times which kind of sucks um but she uh just randomly emailed me this uh internship for advertising like randomly and she said hey i think you'd be a good fit um it was for like multicultural so i I don't know if she like sent it out to like all the brown kids in advertising (laughs) or not you know but um (laughs) but i took it and she signed like a letter of rec for me dude which was sick um and just like based on like my you know my resume and like like what I used to do um and you know I got in which is crazy and turns out it was an awesome internship um but yeah you just gotta like use the resources but I I, I've been there man we're like I I was kind of freaking out about internships myself yeah I I don't feel like super like overwhelmed by it because I know like I'm early and I know I still have two other opportunities to where it doesn't really matter but actually like really like motivated me to start going and he'll listen to this at some point. So one of my best friends from home, he goes to Arizona State. He landed an internship with Lockheed Martin. He's a computer science major. Through his sister's fiance, he hooked them up with an interview and he got it. And, and he's, you know, same grade as me. So I thought like, wow, like people are like really getting ahead. But then like once like I talked to more people and they're like, nah, it's not a super huge deal to get one now. I just thought, you know, you know, great for Chris shout out him but like not super like stressed out about it but like it really like made me thinking like am i like you know up to date on things or am i like kind of falling behind a little bit like so it's kind of cool how like you know it's also kind of the same thing with like fraternities like you know you think like you need all these connections but it's like you know sometimes the most like indirect thing can spark you to you know land something else because like if I did, if I do get one of these internships, like, you know, I'll give credit to Chris for, you know, and he didn't even really like do anything. Like he just, you know, did his own thing and got an internship with, you know, something completely in a different field, but like that, like motivated me to get the ball rolling. And I think, you know, huge amount of credit to him. Yeah. Well, dude, the internships, that's the, that's the like key hot topic in today's world, I guess, like for us, especially in the SOJC dude, cause I, I, now like no one cares where you graduated from, especially when it comes to art. I would you call writing creative work? I, I'd call it pretty creative, you know, especially what you do. You kind of have to, eh, I guess you fall in the lines of reporting, right? A, a little bit of both. A little bit. Yeah. But it's basically like your book is your resume now like they mm-hmm. like they don't care what school you went to and i just feel like it's so competitive like i i think like i started my portfolio way before anyone like i thought way before anyone else did um and i'm seeing these people's portfolios now 
on their websites and it's just crazy what kind of work other people have like in in oregon like and we're not even like a top advertising school so like i and i i know our um journalism is pretty pretty good here so like it it, it just kind of sucks like that oregon um that we have to go through these kind of bs classes uh i you you like them sorry but the the gateway i i thought they were a little bs before we can even start our good classes because like they haven't made you create a portfolio have they no i kind of just went through all that on my own like the website was my own but i've heard like you know sojc like offers like i think even classes to help you make that but it's like i did mine on my own yeah dude and i don't know why they don't do that like sooner like for mine i i barely had an assignment to do my portfolio and, and i've had it for a while and it's just like I don't think they're preparing us enough, you know, and that's why we got to like, it's the internships that count basically. Yeah. I actually, two weeks ago had a guest on who was one of the KWBA directors who he graduates this year, but he talked about, it's like, yeah, it's not even like what, you know, your grades are anymore. It's more of like the work that you do, like directly related to your field, because now in today's world, it's, it's it's really accessible for everyone to be able to do something already. And I really noticed that now because like, I mean, I, I got, I call it a job, but I mean, I, I get paid very little, but it's more the enjoyment for me. Like I, I landed that just through, through a friend. Like that was nothing through, like through SOJC. That was nothing through like a club or a connection. That was just a friend who said, Hey, my dad does this, you know, let's get something going. And you know, that's kind of how it all started. But yeah, like, I've heard other people say like, and they've actually like switched majors because of this, that like, you know, the competition is a big, is a big thing for them. But I mean, I don't think, you know, everyone, you know, certainly there's competition, but like everybody's trying to get in the game. To me, it's more of just worrying about myself and, you know, making sure I feel sufficient with what I'm doing. Like, I don't really worry about what other people do because I feel like everybody wants to do something different. And I've never really met anybody that wants to do the exact same thing that I do. Maybe one other person, but I, I also think the one great advantage for me is that if I want to do like sports writing, I can do like seven or eight different sports, like proficiently, like while other people may only do two and that's, you know, probably the NFL and NBA, which are like the most popular ones and probably the hardest to land, like a, a key job for when I can do, you know, like obviously I can do NFL, NBA, but I can do MLB, NHL, MMA, boxing, and then anything collegiately at this point, you know, KWBA has really helped, like really pushed me to, you know, start following all these other sports because that's what they cover. So like, if I want to, you know, get to the top, you know, obviously I have to be as proficient, but I don't, I've never met anybody who could talk about all those sports, let alone like write like professional opinions or cover them, you know, as well as myself, which, you know, not to be egotistic about, but I think that's a really big advantage when looking for internships because, you know, let's say an NHL team needs something, you know, way less people are going to apply for that than the same kind of position at an NFL or NBA team. That's true. That's true. But it's like, I, I like how you said that you have to start like from the bottom and like work up, you know, like 
especially in journalism, which I've noticed, is that you're not going to get, you know, you're not going to be covering, like, the 49ers or, like, the oh, Phillies, like, right, right away, basically, you yeah, know. And, yeah. And that's one thing that turned me off. Like, I was interested in, in, in reporting because I, I like to write myself. And it seemed interesting, but just just how I would I, – I saw from all those classes in Gateway, they said, yeah, man, I started in um, – I, I had to go to, like, North Dakota uh, to do journalism first, and then I got hired here, here, here. And I just, like – that that seems really tough and, like, just both of our industries, you know, like advertising and journalism are super like hyper competitive. Um, and I'd say even journalism even more because like everyone wants to, you know, cover all these big name um, teams. So I think it's interesting how you, uh, you, you're you not focusing on the big ones because I think that's what basically everyone's doing, you know? <laughs> yeah. Like the stuff I do now, I don't know, like, I don't even know like what the exact like you count as and I've never asked because I don't really care because like it, it's just like what I enjoy doing and then you know I don't get paid a ton but it's more just the experience and there was actually something that when I was talking to my advisor actually about the internships and she was the one who told me about the Sixers and UFC ones there was something called like the I think it's planned happenstance where you start out with something that you don't really enjoy doing as much but you know like that's the, those are the steps you have to take to do what you eventually want to do and i feel like i'm really in that right now like i like if i had to financially support myself off of like you know the writing i do now i i couldn't one bit at all i mean maybe when i break it down i get paid at like the end of each sports season but like if i had to break it down it's like barely anything i, I could barely eat if that's the case and let alone you know afford rent and school but you know i know you know my friend's dad has incredible connections to espn and you know many other places so like if i start there and keep you know doing what i have to do making a great impression that he'll hook me up with something that like i want to do and that's you know what i see right now but i mean even you know after an internship you know i might take something that you know it doesn't really wow me as much but i know that if that's what i have to do then you know that's what it takes and that's probably the same in advertising you might have to you know i don't really know how the field works if you're you know you might be part of some you know second tier company doing their advertising but if you want to work for some major car company or tech or whatever like you know you got to start at these small places yeah man that's that that's uh like i everyone has like their favorite agencies it's basically like the advertising agencies that we want to work for uh because then uh companies hire them Mm. to make the ads for them but sometimes companies have their own agencies but yeah it's like hyper competitive and obviously i'm not going to get into the one i want to right away but like i just got an internship at um it's d it's called ddb but um basically like they're in new york and that's like where i really really want to be that's where all the main advertising agencies are like the biggest ones Mm -hmm. um so and like hopefully like you said just make a good impression like hopefully i do well i make connections and maybe they hire me back or something (laughs) we'll see but yeah dude always like start starting somewhere you know like it's not my like honestly like i'd be happy working there but 
Like it's it, it's not my top tier choice, but what is a top yeah. tier choice anyways, man? Like everyone can be happy with different things, you know. I, I I always hear like, oh, you can't have like these goals, you know, such high goals because if you don't get them, what's gonna happen, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So are you gonna be living in New York for the summer? No. <laughs> or is it all? Yeah, it's all it's all online, sadly. Um, actually, dude, my my bad luck with this is started like right when you know when COVID hit. I was planning so much stuff, dude. I was gonna go to Spain. I was gonna do wine marketing in Segovia, Spain. Wow, wow. Oh, got canceled. And now this one, I was gonna go to New York and work at at an agency, which is like what I want to do, man. Um, but at least. They're still gonna do it. It's gonna be a regular nine to five. I'm getting paid, but I'm gonna be here behind us. Yeah, I mean, that's still you know just as good of a start, except you're not there. And then that might even be like seen as advantage. Like you know, have you ever been to New York? Yes, but I I really do want to live there, even though it's crappy. Uh, yeah, like yeah. I am prepared to like cram into like the smallest little apartment you've seen with like five other people. Like I don't care. Um, but yeah, no, I'm, I'm, I'm ready for like the struggle. <laughs> yeah. The rent there is insane. I'm not super crazy for it. Cause I just think it's kind of turned into a lot of like publicity and a lot of like what's really there is sort of like gone almost. And there's just a lot of problems that, you know, weren't really solved that you see like the homeless population is insane and, you know, you're just seeing homeless people everywhere and it's just like. You know, no one's really doing anything about this. You know, I heard that Eugene has the largest homeless population in, like, the world. Like, like ratio. Yeah, I was going to say, it's definitely probably, like, a ratio. I wouldn't be surprised. I mean, the 10 cities are insane around here. I'll look, the, I'll look this up right now. I'm very curious. Yeah, it was about, like, someone told me that. I, I, I want to see if that's... Fact check it. <laughs> I'm gonna get some water real quick. Yeah, that's no problem. I'll read these off. So I, the first thing I looked up was the largest homeless encampment in the United States, and it's actually in Portland. It's Springwater's Corridor. East Portland Springwater Corridor may now be the largest homeless camp in the United States. That's from Build Health Challenge. What city in the United States has the most homeless? There's something else. See, I want ratio. Like, I, like so. New York is number one. Los Angeles, number two. Seattle, three. San Diego, four. San Jose, five. Wow. Okay. High. Which which state has highest homeless rate? No, that's New York. Hawaii. Wow, that's interesting. In California, uh, I need to find like what is that? Largest homeless ratio in america that's 2019 which united states city and it's all the same ones here's forbes in january of last year they are not top 10 so this is number of people see i need like a ratio no, California still is 16%. It's the largest. I mean, Eugene is definitely up there because, I mean, we see it all the time. It's 
crazy. Oh my god. Alright, random question. I've got a random question for you. Absolutely. Absolutely. Some ASMR. <clears throat> if you were to describe yourself, like, I, I, I just had this where I was, I've been painting like a table, and we're all adding like our own personal personalities, like with my roommates, like onto this table. What would you put if you had your own table? Like, what would describe you? Is this like traits or like, you know, anything? That's hard because I, I want to, I would want it to be like unique, obviously, but the first thing I'd put is like sports and music, but that's like kind of what most people I feel like put. If I had to paint something that's interesting. I think I would start with, I'll ignore artistic ability because that's pretty low for me. Okay, not 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 paint, but like it, like what rep, no, yeah, what I, represents I, I you? What like what like, represents like, you? Like if I had to put images on something, what would it be? Yeah. So I actually have a photo that I did a couple, actually it was like not too long ago from COVID. Ah, oh, did I delete the other one? I think I did. So right now my computer background is actually like all the album covers I really like. And it's it's a year old. So some of these I take off and replace with other ones. But, you know, that's that's definitely something. I had another one where it was more like broad, like in terms of everything. I can't find it. But I mean, I, I literally included everything, like the logo of, you know, what I, you know, where I work now. Um, like my favorite athletes, my favorite artists. That's probably where I'd start, but you know, if it was a smaller space, I think I'd first put like the Philadelphia sports logos. I think that's probably where I would start. Yeah, man. So like, and a lot of people will do the same thing. Basically, like, like a sports team is like a brand in and of itself. You know, like they they have their own merchandise, they have their own like character as a team, um, and basically like when you're writing on these things like what I put on my section of my table was I put actually um, the Nike swoosh I put uh, the company I'm working for now the in my internship uh, the Toyota brand of my car the forerunner uh, a Corona and I just saw that like a lot a lot of it was brands and like sports teams and stuff and I just like I noticed how much brands like we attach ourselves and we identify ourselves with like sports teams and like you know and brands and stuff when in reality we like we just live in that city you know and stuff and we're not you know it's interesting yeah. it's it's really interesting but like you said with the with the Phillies like it's cool that we can connect ourselves with such brands and that's what I'm trying to do in my uh you know <laughs> when I grow up you know air fingers but I'm, we're already grown up but that's what I'm trying to do I'm trying to make strong brands where we can like identify ourselves to them basically <laughs> yeah and it's funny that i think about it now like i look at my my water bottle which has you know a bunch of stickers on it it's probably there's only one real brand and it's vineyard vines but my back of my computer has a ton too let's count these so there's a supreme sticker obviously there's the Sixers logo um there's bryce harper which is in a 
Phillies, so that's kind of one. It's not exactly the Phillies logo. Then there's the love sign made in Philly sports colors, so that's kind of, you know, two for one right there. There's Oregon, which is a brand essentially. I'm I'm surprised you left Philly, dude. You like have Philly everything, and <laughs> you like love Philly. Why? Why? I, I I could see myself going back though. I think it's just you know there's so much more to see. Like I had like a personal trainer who taught me like so. Like, he was in Cherry Hill, which is maybe, like, 20 minutes from where I'm from. And he was, you know, that's where he lives. So he was telling me, like, there's so much more in this world than Cherry Hill. There's so much more in this world than just New Jersey or even the tri-state area. So that's kind of, like, what really, like, sparked, like, my movement to go somewhere else and see somewhere else. But I would not be surprised one bit that I end up living in the city, probably. Mm, yeah, no, I'm, I'm not much of a, like... Like I said, I, I don't care where I live. Like, but New York would be awesome. But I I've heard it's so shitty. Like I follow all these like Instagram pages now. One's called like What Is New York. Definitely recommend following that. Uh, it's just like random videos of like obviously you know how weird people are in New York. Like, yeah. <laughs> dude, oh my gosh. So yeah, I'm I'm ready for it. I'm ready to like walk the streets and like just see like just like I don't know. I'm ready for whatever, bro. Like. I know there's, like, people in, like, weird costumes and shit just, like, roaming at night. <laughs> yeah, there's, like, one, like, I guess I'll call it a profession, even though it's really not, is people dress up in these, like, really, like, shitty made, like, cartoon characters like Disney and... Oh, like, I remember! Sesame, Sesame Street, <laughs> yeah. And they'd like pay you or like they make you pay like five bucks for a photo like it's it's just weird and i guess people still choose to pay for some reason because they're not even like really authentic like obviously because like you know getting your hands on that is probably insane but they're just i don't know it's like now it's almost turned into like that's new york almost and then there's like naked women on the streets yeah like, yeah like, getting photos and shit like that and it's it's a weird place. Have you have you heard of the cowboy? I like naked cat. I think he's called the naked yeah, cowboy. There's, he's in there's a diaper. Like firefighters too. <laughs> yeah. Oh man, yeah. But like, have you ever you've been there? Yeah, I've been there multiple times. It's like I usually take the train. That's like an hour and a half. Oh so. shit! I, I forgot you were like so close. Well, and you don't you don't think it's as beautiful as I'm making it out to be? <laughs> I mean, there's certainly like this skyline is like insane, like going to the top of whatever, you know, super tall building and you know, skyscraper and seeing the skyline's insane. And you know, there's there's great stuff to New York, like the boroughs are really nice and shit like that. But there are just things that like it's mainly like Times Square, which is really where I often go that just like seems like overrated for me because it's also like completely ran over by billboards and ads and everyone trying to get their name on something there just because like it's it, that's like the tourist attraction of the world for you know people coming in out of country like it's like new york is the place to go mm -hmm. for, it is <laughs> yeah for an interesting reason so like you know obviously businesses want, want to get their hands on that and there's a ton of ads like everywhere and it's especially like right in times square like it's just covered in ads it's it's crazy but there's like there's really good stuff like broadway have you ever seen 
Yeah, I've seen a lot. My parents like really love that, so I would go along. I've maybe seen like ten or twelve. Yeah, I was like falling asleep for it, but I enjoyed it. They were banging on trash. It was cool. <laughs> like, but uh, no, it's funny how you said like the places like overrun with ads. It, it, it is, man. But um, dude, there, I, I you just reminded me of. Uh, the first like big Tommy Hilfiger ad. I don't know if you've heard about it, but they uh, got this big uh, section in Times Square, and it was a really simple ad. All it says said were like the five biggest men's fashion brands. It's, it went something like that. The five biggest uh, brands in fashion are, and it li listed all the big ones, right? Um, what what was it? <sighs> I don't know Gucci, what 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 whatever. What, I don't even think Gucci was a brand, but and then at the end it said Tommy Hilfiger, and basically everyone went like nuts. They're like, how could you compare like the finest brands of like men's fashion and fashion in general to like this Tommy Hilfiger? Like I've never heard of it, but like just because everyone was talking about it and just because they Tommy Hilfiger was associated with the big brands just because like they made that ad they were nothing mm -hmm. that like made them like like go sky high and i think that's like i don't know that's the yeah. only reason why i like times square like, <laughs> yeah i mean you can there's definitely like i mean like you want to see ads like that's the place where to like to see it because yeah man will, you know you buy the you buy the space which is beyond expensive you want to put on your finest work so yeah that's definitely well, I am a nerd for ads too, bro. No, no, no one else yeah. like goes out of the way for it, but yeah, I, there are good ads like the Super Bowl. Come on. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> like, do you have like a favorite ad or anything? I'm trying to think of ones that I know. The one that always sticks in my head is the first draft with the avocado brand, and it's like which one's like, that? Which one's that? It's like a bunch of these like random items, and they're like they're able to talk, and they're doing like the first like draft. And like someone drafted like the avocado, and then it, and then some there was some punchline, and then it cuts to the avocados from Mexico. <laughs> <laughs> no way, yes. My uh, yeah. my favorite one that like they stick with you. It's funny. My favorite one was it was the Doritos, and I don't know if you remember it. Like they this dude had like a was it a magic eight ball or something like that. And he was like, will we get Doritos today? And then he just like chucks the the eight ball into like the vending machine and breaks it. He's like, "Yeah, we're gonna get like." <laughs> I don't even know how it went. It was like that. It's one of my favorite ones. Uh, okay, man. But off the topic of advertising, man. Uh, have you been? Been good. Been good. Um, it's it's nice to be back. You know, finally get to experience a spring term here after fucking covid ruining my first one dude is it really even experiencing though i mean we're still all locked up like i i i don't leave my house at all like like do you regret coming here or, or like would you have waited till covid was over or are you happy with your decision to stay here so most of my friends aren't home like they've gone to their own places only only one of them chose to stay home and that's because the college he goes to is only 40 minutes away so and in the same state so i wouldn't have been able to 
do a ton and I'd just be sitting at my desk, you know, the same desk that I sat at for high school, which is still really affiliated with all like my lowest points in life. So it's like being like in a just different atmosphere and almost 3000 miles away from all of that is like really healthy for me. And it's just nice to just be somewhere different and not, you know, like just see something new. Like that was like the exact reason, like I want to come here. Like the school, the schools I applied to, it's, it's not even like a Eugene, Oregon thing. Like I applied to Gonzaga, Florida state, Ohio state, Indiana, Virginia tech, and UO. Those are the six schools I applied to. Obviously all of them all over the place, nothing near New Jersey or, you know, the tri-state area. So like, that was like the reason like just going to see somewhere different and get an education at the same time, I thought was like, you know, killing two birds with one stone sort of thing. That's sweet. That's a good reason. I like it. Because some people are just like, ow, football, <laughs> you know, <laughs> but <laughs> that's I good. Mean, sports was a big thing too, because like, that's what I wanted to do. So I thought, why not actually cover something like I like enjoy, like I, I like what I do, like, you know, KWBA, like I, I feel like I'm like, I'm able like, I, I, have the passion to do it because like I'm a fan like I don't think I'd get that from just any you know big sports school like I mean going to Duke would have been cool but like it, it just didn't feel the same or like going to any other one of the schools that I applied to yeah like Oregon is like do you think it's a big school I like the size I think in terms of I mean, the campus isn't big, which I like. It's kind of easy to navigate because, like, I remember, like, I visited Florida, University of Florida, and that is huge. Like, it like I, I remember seeing, like, a motorbike lot, like, lot just filled, like, maybe a hundred, all just packed in one space because that's what everybody had. Like, like, that's how people got around. It's like, I don't have to do that. Like, like. I walk across the street and I'm on campus. Literally, yeah, like and like going through campus is like max like what like fifteen minute walk. Like it's yeah. really like not much. Like that's also that's one good thing about it. But I, I, I noticed that I've always thought it was such a big school with like our sports and everything and like yeah, you know, our, our alumni and then we're like less than nineteen thousand people and there's like Penn State has ninety nine. Penn State is ginormous. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I was like, what? So yeah, I it is huge. I think we chose right. I, I I do I do like UO. Yeah, I really like the size because like I remember like Gonzaga, like as small as hell, like five thousand maybe. So like for some people, like that's like almost high school again. You've heard of uh you've heard of Northern Arizona University, right? NAU. No, you haven't? No. Oh, okay, well they like they were pretty small, and I, like I got in, I almost went there, dude. But yeah, dude, I, I I think the school size we have here is like perfect for, like, I do feel lost here a little bit, a little sometimes. But you know, it's not a humongous school. Do you know how big NAU is? No, not at all. But it was pretty small. I'll look it up because I'm curious. Because I think I went to it. A decently sized high school my graduating class was a little less than 500 so i'm curious because like nah we uh, they're not that small but good good school too i have a friend going there 
It's actually bigger than here. No. <gasps> Undergraduate enrollment is 26,000. <laughs> That's crazy, dude. In University of Oregon, I'll get the exact number. 18,800. Yeah, little under 19,000. Wow, that's funny. So, like, you know, it's always, like, the, you know, there's, like, the big, like, state schools that are just the name. But when you get northern, southern, eastern, western, Christian, tech, you know, it's always smaller. But for there, it's not. It's actually bigger than the big state school in another state. That's actually pretty interesting. And what's interesting is that they fit so much stuff on our campus, too. Because, like, like NA, I, like, toured NAU, and, like, I felt like we had... We have way more stuff. That's crazy. Yeah, that's that's shocking. But it's also like nice. Like I feel like I don't know. It's just kind of the perfect size for me. And the most funny part is that I didn't even visit before I committed. I com I committed and then did my first visit. Same for Oregon. Mm -hmm. <laughs> yeah, well, I only applied to Oregon after when I was in community college. So, <laughs> yeah, like it was my only choice. <laughs> so I was like, "Fuck it, I'm not even touring." Yeah, I I don't know. For me, like, I feel like people make such a huge deal over like picking a school. Like it, like it's super life changing. It's like, I mean, sure, but like you can just transfer. And like, like what, like really, are you like looking for, like? I don't know, like, atmosphere is cool here. Like, I don't really have a... Like, I like I adjust fine. And, like, it's not even, like, more of just adjusting. It's just doing my own thing. And, you know, I don't really, like... You know, I don't have to feel like I'm part of the culture or the culture fits me. Like, it's super liberal here. And I don't consider myself super liberal. I'm way more moderate. And that's fine. Yeah, I mean, honestly, it's, it's what you make of it. I mean, because you can get super involved... Or you can just back away, you know. Yeah. And but I feel like we have like a really good mix of things, cause like, and you, you seem super involved, like with the sports team, like you, you know, obviously like, um, and with all of this, like, the new club you're in, I, I think, w would you get that same experience somewhere else? Yes, but you never know what kind of opportunities would have been different. So, yeah. I don't know. And I never think about like you know, what would be different if I went here. I mean, like, certainly to think about it is, like, mind-blowing, but I don't think about it in, like, any, like, terms of, like, regret. Like, I'm cool where I am. Do I think my college experience could have been better? Sure. Do I think that could have happened somewhere else? I mean, that's unknown, but I, I mean, you know, there's no real way to find out, and I'm not, and I'm not transferring, so I'm playing on it. Yeah, yeah, no, I, I, I do regret mine a little bit just because of this whole COVID thing. Like, if I knew COVID was going to happen, I'd just be in my state school, you know. Oh, I think <laughs> that. But, hey, we're here now, so we'll make the best of it, right? Yeah, and I think in terms of, like, even after college, like, people feel, like, so picky for, like, what they want. It's just, like, you know, you kind of just have to go with the flow with things. Like, there's no, like, real reason to make a big fuss. I don't know. Maybe it's just me because I'm so flexible and, like, you know, I don't care a whole ton about, you know, certain things that, like, I can't control or, like, I can, but it really just puts me back if I, if I choose to make a whole big deal about it. But it's just, like, I'm just here to just 
see things and live the life and you know keep moving forward dang <laughs> i like that we got you put that up in like a nice little like wooden chiseled little decoration <laughs> I, I i need that on my wall a little quote said sign it bro that's beautiful <laughs> oh those are words to live by man you were like you know we, we we can't live like our lives like regretting anything you know scared yeah so I, re I really do like that what you just said yeah and it's funny for me because like the one thing i do like somewhat think about is like what if i stayed home or stayed closer and it's just like how much would like those things from high school like hold me back and i think like they'd hold me back a ton because like it's almost like it's not even like so what i've like really learned sort of is like whenever i start like flying like it doesn't feel like i'm going to like a new place like distance is nothing to me it's more of like i'm going somewhere different where like nobody knows me and i can like be the person i want to be not saying like i need to be somebody else but like i can do what i want and like nobody like because people change but if people have known you your whole life, they tend to hold on to like different forms of you where like they might not be like, you know, your best self or whatever. But like here, it's like you can set that standard for yourself. And it's like, it's not even going to like a new place. It's just like changing things sort of. No, I, I, feel, I feel you, man. Like, this is crazy times right now. And we're all just trying to make it, <laughs> but yeah, yeah no, I'm, I'm excited for you with your, with what you're doing. Yeah, thank you. It's a, it's actually kind of funny because like, I started, like obviously COVID has affected everybody in completely different ways, but for me it's it's interesting because like, it started like really bad, I guess, maybe like the first like two months were just kind of like you know, really unknown and everyone having to stay indoors and, you know, statewide lockdowns and this and that. And it's like, it wasn't like the lockdowns that really like bothered me. It was, it was kind of just like having to be home and spring term last year, I didn't take any J courses. So I'm just taking like a bunch of dumbass gen eds that like, you know, you have to take and whatnot. And then, you know, semi-pro was a thing which you know i wasn't friends with you beforehand but i was a part of this startup like sports like media company like done by like college students that was started by some of my friends and like that was a whole big thing and then summertime rolls around and like you know it kind of started like you know pre-covid i'm like here the start is like here and then now i'm like here because i i like I would say winter term was one of my most productive terms other than I did get a C in my law class, but I'm not taking law anymore. So I don't really like let that bother me because, you know, it's not part of my life anymore. And it just, you know, no job place is going to look at me and be like, oh my God, you got a C in a law class, but you're here for journalism. Like that's not going to really like it shouldn't hold me back. And if it does, then I'm not applying to the right place. But like, that was the only thing that I thought was like bad. Other than that, like I started two podcasts, one of them we're listening to right now. 
I've launched the website spring term. I've, you know, picked up more job opportunities. I've applied for a couple of internships. Like, I feel like, you know, I joined KWVA. Like, it's interesting how, like, I don't think people recognize enough that situations like this are times when you can really, like, pick up your step and make opportunities for yourself and improve, you know, your future and your current situation. Yeah, definitely. Like I, I, when COVID first started and I like was kicked out of Oregon, <laughs> this is back to my house. You know, they didn't let, let us live in the dorms. Um, and actually they did, but I just, I didn't want to. Um, and I, I just sat there myself like playing video games and I said, wait, like, I, I need to come out of like COVID with like a valuable skill or something. So I started just like going on YouTube and learning how to uh, edit videos on like Premiere. Uh, and then I said, okay, wait, like, um, oh, I applied for, uh, have you heard of AHA? Allen Hall mm-hmm. ad? No? Okay. Well, it's like the ad team in Allen Hall. Um, and I didn't get accepted into their like club uh yeah and basically i felt like crap because i'm like dude like i've done all this stuff already and i didn't get accepted so then i just made my uh made my own marketing agency um no actually that that was after uh sorry then i just applied to a bunch of internships and got into one that was an online one which which sucked but it was with the marketing agency um and then I started my own agency myself. So just like you, man, like just like both productive. Like, like there's no reason we should just be like sitting down doing nothing, you know? How often do you think of yourself? Like, where'd you be like right now if COVID like wasn't a thing? Like, where do you think you like you would be, or how far would you be? Oh shoot, um, I don't know. Honestly, like, just it. it I've always like prepared myself for things like okay if this thing doesn't happen I can do this and this but no one could have predicted like such a like global scale of a shutdown but yeah. oh, I really can't even tell you <laughs> yeah. I think I'd be much different as a person obviously I can't like specifically think of things that like would be different in this and that but like it's crazy like what like well for one like sports writing wouldn't even be a thing in my life if it wasn't for COVID because if there's no COVID then there's no semi-pro and semi-pro was the jump of my sports writing so then there's there's absolutely none of that so like that's the one big thing I could think of which I think is totally flips the script for me because that's now I wouldn't say like the primary thing because I like to be flexible because I, I would also like to do like sports broadcasting or sports radio but I think I would be just stuck on that. And I know that is a very competitive field because I mean, you know, you first started like division three college maybe, or, you know, even high school, and then you got to work your way up to national level. And, you know, that's, you know, obviously super competitive, but I think, you know, being able to do sports writing as well is just another thing to add and like flexibility, but like there's, there's none of that if there's no COVID. So like, it's interesting how like, changes like this can like really like flip for people i mean some people would not to shit on anybody or you know whatnot but like i mean people would be alive if there's no covid so like i mean it could it could flip your life like that much like yeah literally oh man 
uh, it's a weird time. I feel like I say that a lot, just like with how everything is and, you know, things are progressing, but it's just always, that's kind of how life rolls sort of. It kind of always, I kind of have this nice expression where like life will often give you like the middle finger and you kind of have to work with it sort of because like it's kind of how it is i feel like there's a lot of stuff that's happened i mean like this could have i feel like covid could have been completely avoided if you know certain measures were taken early on instead of just you know not worrying like ignoring them for other reasons but you know even just within like my own life i feel like there's a lot of like unnecessary shit tossed my way and you kind of have to work around it but like that's you know kind of exactly what life is you know if life wasn't like that then it'd be so easy but it's not i mean you know we see all these problems not even just covid but like drug addiction you know by just gun violence you know there are a lot of things that shape the way like the world is but like there's none of that if or like there's no like difficulty in life if there's none of that so it's like you know it's give and take kind of thing yeah is there anything else you want to touch on we're running about an hour and 16 but you know i've done two hour episodes you know this is about the average so yeah no so i mean thank god episode. thank god we didn't t- talk about race religion or politics man uh, <laughs> i think hey, we, we if you want to talk about that i'm, I'm oh, man. no I'll, I'll hear it on one of your next episodes no Someone man will probably want to come on and talk about that and you know that's, that's fine with me that's that's the whole point of that oh my god I'll, I'll get you my uh my my father friend he's a he's a father yeah, he's actually like studying to become a father, like in the ministry school. I'll I'll bring him along. The uh, priests are, bro. He he's a Latino Trumpy, like, yeah. Yeah, that's a whole other ballpark when you talk about religion. Like it's it's not even like it's like actual actual religion, more of just like religion today, and they're just completely different. And I feel like. You know, when they intersect, it's like it's just chaos. It's the only way to really describe it. <laughs> Podcast. Just, just say like my next host. My I'm gonna host one just talking about religion, bro. Like, <laughs> yeah, I, I think I could. I, I I think I would have to have somebody on to talk about it with because I I did do one episode by myself and I did touch on politics. But I mean, just just talking to yourself for an hour is just that's a rant. <laughs> Yeah, it's it's impossible i i did it and I'm, and I'm proud to say i did it but i wouldn't say it's like my finest work there were a lot of pauses i think i even took like a five minute break just because of like to cool down and just you know regenerate but well dude, i'm really happy you had me on i had a lot of fun talking with you yeah it was nice to have you on i think you know we talked about a bunch of different things you know stuff that no one else really talked about i mean certainly no one has ever had the fraternity pledge story like yeah Adam, that's crazy you had to endure that is he still in that fraternity do you know? I, I don't know but maybe <laughs> i don't, I I don't want to come like check just, yeah i feel like that's just a terrible reputation to to keep if you if for them to keep him but it's just like i don't know they might because brotherhood and all that he didn't get arrested so maybe <laughs> 
I mean, <laughs> that's that's insane. Yeah, but that is all for this week on the Harley Show. Next week's guest will be my first woman, and I promise, I'm open to all genders. It's just the people that chose to sign up were all men throughout the first. This will be episode ten or eleven, so the first two and a half months. They were just all men. That that's so many people think this is like a sports podcast or just you know something like that. Like I will literally talk about anything. Like if people seriously want to talk about race or religion and politics, let's just come like, come on and talk about it. Like that's that's totally cool with me. I think I I can endure a conversation about that. I mean certainly I respect people's opinions, but I mean for me it's just talking about facts. But you know we'll save that for. Whenever someone wants to come on and talk about that. But yeah, next week's guest will be my first woman, good friend of mine. Hope she has a good list of stuff to talk about. Probably not sports, so you're in luck if you don't want to listen to that. But, you know, thank you, Danny, for coming on. It was a pleasure having you. Thanks again, Ethan. Yeah, no problem. See everybody next week.